This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, October 2nd, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. What might happen if healthcare spending were just cut in half? According to George Mason University economist Robin Hansen, less than you might expect. Hansen authored a recent essay at the Cato Institute's Cato Unbound online magazine. There he points to evidence that downplays the role that medical advances have played in our extended lifespans and also points to studies that show that widely varied healthcare spending produces little variation in overall health. We spend a lot on medicine. We spend about 16% of GDP on medicine. And when we look at uh, geographic areas, some spend more and some spend less. We can also look at different countries, and we've uh, also looked at individual habits of companies and uh, even a randomized experiment. And when we look at the variations in how much people spend and then look, try to compare that to variations in how healthy people are, we basically don't see anything. That is, places and people and companies that spend more on medicine don't seem to be any healthier because of it. So this also, this is true when we control for lots of other effects that you might be concerned about, like whether people smoke and how rich they are and things like that. And it also showed up in a randomized experiment where we randomly assigned some people to have high prices and other people low prices. People with low prices took more, but they weren't any healthier. This is this is relatively widely accepted. Uh, I'm not saying anything controversial in what I've just said so far. These are standard results in health policy. Where I seem to be unusual and stand out is to say that because when we spend more, we don't seem to be any healthier, we should spend less. And it would be all right to do it in a crude way. That is, we could just raise prices by, say, lowering government subsidies and going further, or we could have spending caps where we just don't allow people in certain regions to spend more, or we could change legal rules that you know require that you have certain kinds of treatments if you have others for health insurance. Uh, I was arguing that if... We just spent a lot less in ways that are similar to these studies that that would be fine because uh, we we wouldn't be any less healthier. The uh, good medicine that we would give up would be balanced by the bad medicine we'd be giving up. And on net, we'd be just as healthy and we'd be spending a lot less. Now, you write in your essay, how much could we cut? For U.S., it seems to be seems reasonable to project the 30% cut in the RAND results to a 50% cut since the U.S. spends so much more than other nations without obvious extra health gains. What does the research show in other countries? Well, we have more studies in the United States than in other countries, but uh, the results still seem that when we look at variations elsewhere, we also don't seem to see a lot of effect. The question is just, you know, how far do you go from the variations we've seen to project into the variations we haven't seen? Uh, so, you know, in most places, the variation is, say, places that spend more spend, say, 30% more than places that spend less. And so you might say, well, strictly speaking, I could only claim that uh, we should cut spending by 30%, say. Now, do you have a preferred method for uh, cutting this this spending that you would argue... Well- I am a, you know, complicated person with lots of opinions on all sorts of things, but I didn't want my opinions on that to distract from the main point here. I'm trying to make a very simple, hopefully non-controversial point that uh, because when we look at variations in spending, we don't seem to be much effect on health, that most any way that we would reduce spending as long as that 
policy produced variations that were similar to the ones we've seen in the studies, uh, that would not hurt health and, and save us a lot of money. Of course, some ways to reduce spending might be better than others in that some might prefer the good medicine over the bad medicine and, and better mechanisms. Uh, so, for example, you know, being an economist, I'd, I'd rather there be relatively flexible mechanisms. So, you know, spending caps might be awkward because there'd be a government agency having to set the caps and adjust them every year and decide what counts in them. Uh, uh, the simplest policy, I think, is just to cut subsidy. We have all sorts of uh, complicated and interventionist government regulations in healthcare that both subsidize specific, you know, health spending and require various kinds of uh, medicine. Uh, and so if we just cut those subsidies and requirements out, that would be a great big first step. To what extent do governments control the direction of private healthcare dollars? Medicine is highly regulated in our society, even if it's even more highly regulated in other societies. Uh, not only does the government directly spend a lot on medicine by, say, Medicare and Medicaid, uh, we also have a large number of legal requirements that uh, increase the amount of medical spending. You know, we have rules that say if you're going to offer any health insurance, it should offer all the medical treatments that doctors think is uh, standard practice. We have uh, rules that say every hospital must be ready to take uh, people who come in the emergency room door and do, do anything they need that's an emergency case. Uh, and we, we've got just hundreds of other medical regulations out there that basically, uh, on, on the net, increase medical spending. If you want to talk about what influences private sector, I think medicine has an enormous uh, prestige uh, that uh, is reinforced by the way media treats it and the way we discuss it and the way the government subsidizes and everything. I think if we cut a lot of government subsidies and we uh, stopped being quite so respectful about it, uh, that would have a you know, trigger effect and that uh, people would be, companies wouldn't be quite as des eager to make sure that everybody got lots of medical care. Following up on your essay and the various discussion surrounding it, what else needs to be said? I think the main point that it's hard to get across to people is that a lot of medicine hurts people. Um, it's not all Marcus Welby. Uh, yes, you, you all can remember some relative or friend at some point who uh, was sick and they went to the doctor and they came home well. And you were very happy, but honestly, most of the time, those people would have come home well anyway. And an awful lot of people go to the doctor and because of that, they come home disabled, retarded, or dead. There are you know, very large amount rates of errors that happen in hospitals and doctor's offices. And there are just an awful lot of things that uh, medicine does that hurts people. If you look at the latest uh, Consumer Reports this month, it has a long list of all sorts of treatments that basically don't seem to have much net benefit. Robin Hansen is a professor of economics at George Mason University. You can read his essay on healthcare spending at the website cato-unbound.org.